Welcome to the Vibrate Podcast. I'm Amy, a therapist turned energy healer and intuitive astrologer, and I'm here to help you transform your life. I'll guide you in ways to live your life more and more from an aware and expanded state of being. From this perspective, you can heal trauma, align with your soul, and live in your energy vibration as a way of life. Subscribe and follow my social media at Root Wellness Studio to be notified when new episodes drop. Hi, today is Friday, September 16th, 2022, and I would like to devote today's episode to a more general topic of trauma, which of course I'll start by saying, please understand this is not medical or mental health advice, but this episode and the information in it is rooted in my 23 years of experience as a clinical therapist working with trauma. So let's start with a moment to connect, ground into the earth's frequency, and breathe together. Just coming into stillness wherever you are. And just letting your body naturally flow with your inhales and exhales. Connecting to a sense of inner calm or resourcing, however you can feel that. As we join our awareness and our energy into this space of conscious presence, growing self-awareness, never-ending soul evolution. Okay, so when it comes to um, the astrology energies and why I think this episode is coming up, um, I see more trauma activation and triggers around kind of the ways our nervous systems get dysregulated, some of our patterns and automatic processes. I see this happening more intensely when there are transits that are related to Pluto, Neptune, Chiron, sometimes Mars, um, as well as strong zodiac energies of Scorpio, Virgo, Pisces, and then generally a fire sign stuff going on. So for example, today we have Neptune in Pisces, and that's opposing the sun in Virgo. There's already a mix of those energies just in, in that transit. Um, Mars and Venus at the same time today is um, they're in a square which can feel like inner conflict so you kind of have these layered energetics that all can kind of be in that triggering space um, and there's just been a lot of, it, of these kinds of energies coming up for the past couple of years last weekend's full moon in Pisces really kind of pulled through some of these um, more activating nervous system kinds of energies that have been going on throughout August and July. So it's just kind of sitting here. It's sitting here as like, I feel like there was sort of a quiet in the storm of the skies um, over the last couple of weeks, which allowed the activations to just sort of sit like, um, like we could actually feel it because we weren't moving from one to the next, I guess. 
So, and then also over the, this upcoming weekend, it's actually, I think it's kind of a positive thing because, because we have some aspects to Chiron and to Pluto, but they're more supportive transits. They're, they're the types of transits, sextiles and trines that are more positive, supportive, resourcing. So while they connect still to energies related to wounding or change or power or past trauma, they're, they're set up for us in a way that we can work with the energies. So this gives us a chance to do some self-directed trauma healing over the weekend. Um, I also think having so many planets in retrograde right now is also providing part of the backdrop of why this topic is coming up so strongly. Because when we have retrogrades, it offers us a chance to feel and heal unresolved energetics. But if we aren't paying attention, that energy can ambush us. So one of the keys here always for everything is self-awareness, tracking, paying attention, self-reflecting, and especially having a daily commitment, a daily practice, a daily devotion to caring for yourself and your soul. So that actually brings me to remind you that my intuitive astrology school is starting on the equinox on September 21st. We still have a few spots open. I'm going to put a link in the show notes here, and I'm also going to put a discount code for listeners of the podcast. Um, I'm also, you can reach out to me or find me on social media at Root Wellness Studio to get more information and to get the discount code. But basically... The school is more of a program for deep self-healing. It's a comprehensive hybrid model where we have live classes every other Wednesday afternoon, as well as individual readings with me and an online library with custom asynchronous lessons and self-reflection kinds of, um, I don't want to call it assignments because it's really, it's very self-directed. There's nothing you have to do, but you can kind of go as deep and as comprehensive on your own chart energies as you want. And I'm going to give you the tools and the guidance and the information of the astrology energetics so that you can do that in a way that's um, autonomous, but also supported. So um, let's get into a little trauma lesson. So how I think of this is that we're these beings of consciousness, a soul, and we incarnate into this human primitive body that's basically an animal with a nervous system. So at all times, we're sort of trying to regulate, manage, and integrate this higher vibrational soul frequency consciousness energy that we can connect with in our awareness. And we're trying to live with that expansion that goes beyond the human body. We're trying to live with that inside the container, the vessel, the vehicle that is this kind of primitive <laughs> homo sapien being that has this nervous system that is automatic. So I think about the lower parts of the brain and the midbrain. These are parts of the brain that we share with all mammals. So they're absolutely reflexive. They're not even just reactionary. They're reflexive. There's nothing we can do to stop the reflexes. And the reflexes are programmed in based on evolutionary biology, as well as conditions of our childhood, our infancy, 
in utero development where we had to react and survive. So because of that, we have ways that we are going to react that we cannot control. But the piece here that we can control is our awareness of that, our ability to catch ourselves in an activation, in a reaction, in a reflex, and to regulate ourselves back to some sense of resourcing, grounding, inner calm, integration, and functioning. So the goal here is not that you have no trauma reaction or no activation ever. As long as you're a human being alive in a human body with a nervous system and a brain, you are going to have trauma activation. It's just part of survival. It's part of existing and living as a human. So the goal is never to not react. The goal is to build your self-awareness, build your tools for self-regulation, and build a stronger baseline of being able to stay aware of yourself and bring yourself back into neutrality and presence when you are activated or triggered. So for one thing, why I love astrology so much is because we can see some of these things coming. We can understand there's, you know, energy happening around Chiron this weekend. Your wound is going to be here. So it helps you kind of follow that and um, cope ahead, prepare, support yourself, resource yourself. So I do want to talk a little bit about um, somatics and how the body is involved in the traumatic stress response, just so you can have some more self-acceptance around the, the ways that you might react. So I think of it like this. As an energy being in a physical body, we actually feel and sense everything first as energetics. So picture that you have your energy field around you, about an arm's length distance away from you, like a ball of light. And energy in the world, in the cosmos, in other humans, in reactions, in complex dynamic relationships between beings, in nature, with animals, whatever it is, whatever content you're watching, consuming, it comes in at first as energy. There's an energetic frequency that exists. And you have to think about this as just constant interplay and exchange of energetics. You could never be aware of this at a constant level, but it's happening all the time. And first the energy comes into your system via your energy field, which has its own unconscious sort of programming of how you hold your energy field, how you run your own energy, how you receive or block or stifle or open to different energies. And once the energy comes in, there's a physical response once it gets to the body level of the field. So there's maybe a muscle twitch or just a sensation somewhere that you may or may not be aware of at the somatic physical level. That, whatever that sensation is, let's say it's a tightening of a muscle as an example, that tightening of that muscle sends all kinds of signals in the complex inner communication system in our bodies up through the spine, into the lower brain, into the midbrain, where our hormone control center for protection, our fight or flight, fear or fawn response gets activated in order to keep us safe, keep us alive. That's the point of our midbrain and our lower brain is to keep us alive as animals on the planet. 
And so from there, our highly complex upper brain, our prefrontal cortex makes thoughts, creates cognitions. I always think of the, the brain as like a, as if a heart were beating and pumping blood, it's sort of just continuously pumping out cognitions, just one after another, millions of cognitions. Like we could never pay attention to all the thoughts that we're actually creating in our brain. Once this cascade of energetic activation comes into the body at the somatic level, travels to the midbrain where hormones are then sent out to put your, uh, some kind of survival response in place. And then cognitions are made kind of on top of or after that. From that point, we come into awareness. Usually at that point is where we come into awareness that there's something off. And because we're so uh, trained in our, especially in our Western society to be disconnected from the body and disconnected from the energy field, we experience ourselves as thinking beings. So our thoughts matter most. We're in our thoughts. We're paying attention as if our thoughts are us. Our sense of our lives is based on the thoughts we're having. And so you have the trigger, the energetics to the body, to the midbrain, to the hormones, to the cognitions. And then where you catch yourself in awareness of it is some kind of thought that you're having. This threat is happening. This person did this. I feel this way about whatever. And then you can kind of build the story there around, this is why my life is so terrible, or this is why whatever negative, whatever thing is happening, or this is why I need to assert myself or act out or uh, assert a boundary or something like that. And then we kind of just get stuck in this mental level with it, where we are sort of just cycling through the story again and again and again. So... This is why it's my belief that talk therapy doesn't work, will never work for healing trauma. It will work with helping to change thought patterns, but that's about it. You really have to work with trauma in the body and in the energy field. That's why I, I do somatic energy awareness and meditations. That's my entire school and my um, healing intensives and my therapy practice in Boulder are based in this kind of work. You can learn this. This can be something self-directed self-taught. I actually want to recommend a book that just came out yesterday. It's called The Myth of Normal. I'll try to remember to put that in the show notes. The Myth of Normal by Gabor Mate, who's one of the early authors who started to write about the mind-body connection and trauma. It, you can definitely do a lot of um, self-directed learning on this, but what really has to happen, in addition to just understanding the theories and the concepts is the doing, the changing of your approach and your behaviors. So the tool for this really is somatic energy meditation. And this is something you can take on yourself just in sitting still with yourself and, and just scanning and tracking and paying attention to your body, to your breathing, to your energy field. The first step is really just coming into awareness, being able to feel and sense yourself as something more than beyond just your thoughts and your thinking mind. And a really important piece that I want to point out here is that trauma is not necessarily about the event of what happened to you or something that you endured. Trauma is really about your experience internally 
the nervous system state change that you went through and probably the way that you did not have support in order to integrate or regulate yourself from whatever the experience was that caused that state in your nervous system. So trauma is how you feel when you're in the experience of whatever was happening. It's not the thing that happened. There's no such thing as a kind of scale of levels of trauma, which a lot of people think of it that way, as if we're as if one trauma is worse than another. It very much has to do with the system that you're in, meaning are you already an empath? Are you already a highly sensitive being with really empathic energy receptors? Um, could even be part of it, rather than the extent of whatever the action was that was done towards you or the thing that you witnessed or experience and so that's why the way to heal yourself through trauma is to become aware of your nervous system state become aware of your internal state because this is the place where the trauma lives it lives in the cells of your body and it lives in the way that your nervous system patterns around that cellular memory that's held in your nervous system and in your in your being so what I would love to recommend for this weekend, because there is a lot of support around actually working with and healing trauma as themes are brought up, as activations are here, is for you to commit to some sort of a daily practice. You can think of it as a daily devotion or a ritual. You can think of it as a routine that you take for self-care. And think about what your nervous system needs. So this is not something coming from the external, like, oh, I should really do a gratitude journal. That's supposed to help me feel better. So it's not, it's not a should. It's not something like that. It's more knowing yourself deeply, tuning in. What does your nervous system actually need? Does it need to slow down? Does it need to sit still? Does it actually need to move and initiate and activate? Um, some really kind of universal, basic trauma support tools that I will offer to anyone that will, will could be a part of your daily devotion. Um, one is to put salt under your tongue in the morning. This could be like a little piece of Himalayan sea salt, like a little chunk. Salt has to do with cleansing. It also brings sensory awareness to the present moment because of the strong taste and also helps us to be more conductive of energetics in our body. That's something that I try to do pretty much every morning and also throughout the day in my work with clients. I use salt with myself and with them. And another thing that you can do that is just sort of generally helpful for anyone is um, one of several options of ways that you can cross midline with your body. Because anytime we're crossing midline or doing something um, one side and then the other, this is helping to communicate in a bottom-up way, in a body-to-brain way, that we're okay, that there is nothing threatening in front of us. So one simple way to do this is to choose one hand, doesn't matter which, and with the same hand, gently pinch your earlobe, doesn't matter which side you start on, but then switch over to the other side and pinch your other earlobe. So you're using the same hand, but you're switching back and forth with a little pinch to the earlobe. This just sends a signal where you're having to pay attention on one side of the body and then the other. This is regulating. It's good for in the moment, anxiety, panic, or trauma response. 
but it's also good as just kind of a maintenance tool, just sort of a way to welcome your nervous system into the day. A bigger movement that does the same thing, but kind of on a stronger level, I would say, quicker level even, this is actually stand on one foot. If you have balance issues, you can hold a, a railing or lean against the wall or something like that. And if you are athletic or practice yoga, you can probably just do this standing wherever you are. It's wonderful if you can do this standing outside with your bare foot on the dirt or on the grass. And what you do is as you raise up one leg into the air so that you're standing on the other leg, you raise the opposite arm. So if you start by standing on your right leg, you raise your left leg into the air and you raise your right arm into the air and then hold that for a few seconds at least and then gently switch sides and doing that a couple of times it's crossing midline but it's also bringing you into balance and anytime we're balancing we are communicating from the body up to the brain that we are okay that there cannot be a threat in front of us if we're able to balance so those are just some great tools you can even add those in i can't remember if it was last episode or the one before where i talked about doing jumping jacks in the morning if you could do all that together That'd be amazing. But you also really need to tune in and listen to yourself. What do you need? What works for you? What can you give yourself in the way of your pace, in the way of the nurturing, in the way of movement, of self-awareness and mindfulness practice? And it might be useful to do some expression, whether that's singing, drawing, doodling, writing in your journal, something where you're sublimating, you're taking the energetics out of your system and putting them out into something onto paper into sound vibration in the room which actually that reminds me sound vibration is very very supportive and helpful for this kind of thing so there are probably thousands of playlists on spotify if you search for sound healing or chakra balancing and you can find one that works for you but having sound around you that's resonating can, without you having to even do anything or to try, it can bring your field into a state of resonance with that high vibration that's coming from the tone in the music. And that's another way to support your system when there's a lot of traumatic stress around. And the last thing I'll say is kind of bouncing. So what I mean by this is sort of letting your, standing up, letting your knees be kind of loose and a little bent, and then just letting yourself kind of bounce. You don't have to actually jump up and down, you can, you like to be more active. I've shared on here before that my Mars is in Leo, so I tend to do things more intensely when I'm doing them in my body. That's good for me because I understand my Mars placement, which connects to how the body is structured in this lifetime. So if you have a Mars placement that's in a water sign, for example, you're probably gonna wanna bounce and sway and rock rather than jumping up and down. Just an example of how that would look. Okay, so. We have kind of a slowdown once we get through this weekend and kind of the aftermath of the full moon, which like I said, is really pulling through energies from July and August. So it's really actually a lot, but we have this kind of chance to kind of um, glide down into this energy toward the new moon in Libra, which is happening on Sunday the 25th. As a reminder, my partner Brian and I always do free Reiki healing circles at 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time every new moon and every full moon. 
I will put directions of how to text us that it's a get uh, linked into that circle in the show notes. You can text the word connect to 720-927-7722, but I'll put that in the show notes as well. We have close to 100 people joining in now, so the energy is just really powerful and amazing and so healing and so um, connecting and beneficial. But as we head toward this new moon, new moons are always a chance for us to kind of reset ourselves and start with a fresh perspective, a fresh objective. So this gives us a chance over this next week, I feel like, to really kind of work with the energies that are here, seeing them as a gift so that you're able to shift in the places and the ways that you want to change, repattern, reprogram. And then it's about really living it, really using the, the tail end of this Virgo sun energy to really make it procedural or methodical to your daily routine, or you can think of it more spiritually and think of ritual for yourself. This is a really a time where the universe is supporting and reflecting back to us a sense of, yes, do this. And I think I also talked last time about really listening to your body consciousness. That is still very much here. It's here all the time, but it's especially strong and present right now. So whatever your body is saying, doing, feeling, whatever sensations you're paying attention to, see if you can go a little deeper with those sensations. Let the body react as it will. Let the nervous system have its response to whatever the body is communicating or expressing. But then go a couple layers deeper than that. Just staying really present to yourself, coming into a deeper self-awareness, and letting your awareness sit still and steady with whatever the sensations in the body are until you hear see, sense, know, a clear message or answer, word, mantra, feeling, direction, let that start to be more the way that you are. This is the way that we used to exist as humans. There wasn't so much thinking. There was definitely not so much information. We just were present in the body, listening deeply, and taking actions from that place of knowing in the body. So this is really a great chance to think of how you can work toward that, weave that into your ever-evolving personal development and your soul growth in this lifetime. I look forward to connecting with you with the Reiki moon. I'm not sure if we will have a new podcast episode by then or not, but if not, I will connect with you out in the cosmos, Um, my heart always when we do that. And for now, let's end with one deep and connecting breath as we remember that we are not alone. We heal together. We heal in community, even when it is virtual. So until next time, take care and keep your vibration high.